All right, Flavor family, I know you've been been leaning forward all week waiting for this segment to come out because it's one of your favorites, one of our favorites. Yep. We get the chance to look at the current crazy news cycle through the lens of somebody who actually knows what they're talking about because they are a journalist. They, they submit FOIA requests. They do the work, turn over the rocks, actually ask tough questions and not a shill for any particular branch looking for truth, which mm-hmm. we love. Uh, today's guest was a former Fox News uh, producer, Newsmax, Major League Baseball. She's the uh, current producer of The Absolute Truth with Emerald Robinson, and she's the host of The Brianna Morello Show. Yes. Miss Brianna Morello. Yay! There she is. Facey, always a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just astounded that you take the time to still talk to us. Uh, with with the massive success of your new podcast as it's launched, literally hundreds of thousands of views on your show. People are loving it. Yep. Uh, and uh, You're doing such a great job. It's so professional. Surprisingly, the mostly positive comments. Are, yeah, they, they have been. A lot of times you get a lot of negativity out in the world. but Maybe a, we just get a lot of negativity. Yeah, no, nah, I've been on her Twitter feed. Sometimes <laughs> there's some weirdos. And uh, people love your show and are, are tearing up. This week you had an incredible segment with Tommy Robinson uh, in the UK. I've been watching him for a number of years. We have the slogan here, wake up, speak up, and show up. I don't know if there's anybody on the planet that exemplifies that more than him. I remember seeing him on uh, with Pierce Morgan maybe a, a year ago or whenever he was on that panel there, and, and he was defending some of these points that now are commonplace, yeah. common knowledge. You know, but he was a little early to the party in some cases. Tell me about this this episode you had. Yeah, yeah. Well, Tommy has been on the ball for quite some time. Ugh. He pretty much gets a lot of abuse because uh, he says things that they don't want you to say out loud. Um, unfortunately in the UK, they are, they're facing a sexual assault crisis right now. And it's, and it is because of the Muslim migrants they allowed into their country. And so, um, they don't want you to say that. They don't want you to associate it. And the police actually are trying to not even file these reports because they don't want to pin it on the obvious, uh, core of the problem. Mm -hmm. And it's not, there's nothing wrong with saying that out loud. Um, I think there's more wrong in just suppressing the actual facts. And so, Tommy has been canceled by everyone. He just got reinstated to Twitter actually this week. So it was great to have him on to talk about it. Yeah. But um, he's fearless. I mean, they literally have come after him. They've tried bankrupting this man. They put him in prison. They're going to put him in prison again. And uh, he's unstoppable. He doesn't care. He's not going to back down. And that's that's the kind of people I want to speak with. I love it. So Flyover family, you can watch that episode go- by going to Rumble. And it's Brianna Murillo on uh, Rumble. It's the Brianna Murillo show. So B-R-E-A-N-N-A-M-O-R-E-L-L-O. Um, show yeah. and if you want to follow her on Twitter, go to briannamarillo.com. So that was an interesting tweet. Uh, you know, we had Colton headed up there for a, a second um, about that, but I think it's important for people to be aware of that of what's going on in other countries when they've opened up their border and allowed people to come in. It doesn't look so good. Yeah, yeah, that's what he was telling us. He said the U.S. is going to face this problem shortly. I mean, I know in New York, um, where one of my other guests came from. Um, where she lives in currently actually is having an issue right now with the South Americans that they've allowed into New York City and they've brought them onto upstate New York. And, and, and I brought this up to Tommy in just one week, in the first week of them being brought there, there was two sexual assaults reported. I mean, the problem is, is number one, you don't know who you're letting into your country. Number two, yep. they're used to a different culture, right? So in the Middle East, women, like for just showing my arms alone and showing my face, uh, the assumption would be that I asked for it if I was sexually assaulted in their countries. And that's exactly wow. how they view it. And so you can't sit here and bring them into our country and expect them to just want to assimilate to what we do in this country. Right. Um, 
it's it's one of those situations where you have to say that it's okay that we have differences, um, but we shouldn't be allowing them into our country because we can't sit mm-hmm. here and expect them to assimilate. They don't want to assimilate. They want to bring their beliefs. And they want us to have to adjust to them. And it's not going to be that way. So if you have daughters, if you have a wife that you care about, sisters, mother, uh, this affects you mm-hmm. widely. And, and you should be deeply concerned just because this is really what's going to be happening here. And that's what Tommy said. Tommy said, this is going to be the, U- the U.S. soon. And we're seeing it. We're seeing it with undocumented immigrants who are coming mm-hmm. from South America. They just don't want to... Uh, assimilate to our lifestyle. They want um, they want to do whatever they want. They they come in breaking laws, so they don't really see uh, any penalties for breaking the law, and so they're going to keep doing it. It's so sad. Then that's that's you have daughters mm-hmm. and and wives, people you care about that you don't want raped. Right. Not that you just yeah. have them that you don't want to exactly. be raped because the, the the people that he goes after there, they the, the same guy was accused once, twice, yeah. three times, and then he goes mm-hmm. after him. That was the thing that jumped out at me in, in the story is the people that they will follow and confront on this multiple occasions with multiple, multiple different women. And, uh, yeah. they think nothing of it literally. Mm-hmm. And, and then the, yeah. and the police, the police will either. not right. do it either. You can kind of get away with whatever you want. Yeah. So True. all right, on a slightly yeah. lighter note, let's yeah. jump to definitely your, your, lighter. Your, I like this one. It your made next me tweet laugh. as we go through the Twitter feed, men working spotted in the wild. The one thing feminists <laughs> haven't ruined, and it has the sign of men working. I love this. This you, is so you know, good. You, you don't see a lot of women protesting like, we want equal opportunity to get on this crab boat. No. We see equal opportunity want to like get on a bucket and fix a power line. Like, you don't see it there, but uh, so I guess they're leaving this one alone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm surprised they haven't demanded new signs to be created by city like the one I live in. I mean, that was that was very close to my home, and I saw it and instantly cracked up because <laughs> – um, although I didn't look to see if there's any women working, um, I don't, I don't care. That doesn't bother me, but I know these little lefty crazy people would probably flip out if they saw something like that. They yeah. probably would demand to say workers working or, or, uh, <laughs> <laughs> genders working. I don't even they, know anymore, something. but I appreciate it. They working, they working, they working. Uh, our, our daughter has a, has a new, a new little puppy dog, a little Cavalier King Charles. And she was out and somebody said, Oh, uh, he, uh no, how they, old is they? Yeah. How old is they? And she's like, they. It's just one dog. She's like, no, how? I, I, no, is 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 how how old is they? She goes, he, he is he is four, four months. months. <laughs> oh, they is so cute. And she's like, like, what? Oh my gosh. What? Like, oh, yeah. I don't even touch my dog. I, I know. Like, crazy is contagious. Like, I don't want my dog being around it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Let, let's move on to FBI. Oh my gosh, and the news too. So, so you had um, there was a video coming come out about January six suspect search in uh new jersey um and your tweet was who at the fbi tipped off the local news station and told them to get the chopper set shot from the air that is such a great question we call this fear-mongering propaganda yeah yeah you see it all the time right so the fbi is still conducting raids on j6ers and obviously this person's not a threat to society if they were they wouldn't have waited almost three years to make that arrest um but we're seeing this all around the fbi is is going after people and they're banging down their front door for trespassing misdemeanor charges, which are not serious charges. Uh, normally you get a bench ticket, but the FBI, as uh, FBI whistleblower Steve Friend has described, is trying to boost its domestic terrorist numbers. So they're labeling each of these cases as individual cases rather than just saying all suspects on January mm-hmm. 6th and making it one case. They have each person as an individual. So they have the statistics to claim that domestic t- terrorism is going up. But most importantly, they're they're using the FBI to do these dangerous raids, which are usually high risk 
because you don't know who's on the other side of that mm-hmm. door when you're banging it down. You don't know how they're going to take the FBI being at their home. Um, but they're doing it because they don't really care. They don't have the best interests of their agents at heart when they do these things. They're just trying to boost the numbers. Mm. And so uh, what you see there is you see that they they clearly alerted a, a local news station to have the helicopter. And I worked in local news for some time, so I kind of understand how this happens. In local news, we do have a police scanner that's playing in the the – uh, I guess where all the offices and where mm-hmm. all of our desks are. So I could listen out as a producer. And if I hear something go over the scanner, like um, I'll give you an example. When I was working at a station here in West Palm Beach, there was a woman who had left um, the breakers and was driving towards Mar-a-Lago and she was highly intoxicated. And uh, we hear it over the police scanner that they're warning the police at Mar-a-Lago for the heads up. Secret Service as well, for the heads up that there's a woman coming at, out their way. And then you hear that she's gone through the barricades. And so we yeah. immediately sent a police, uh, uh, like a producer and a host, uh, like an anchor reporter out with a cameraman out to the field to go, because f- that's obviously a big story. This was when Trump was in office at the time. And so long story, we're listening to the police scanner. But this isn't a police scanner. This is the FBI calling mm-hmm. in and tipping them off and saying, hey, listen, heads up. We're about to do a hit on a home. It's going to be a manhunt. Because that's how they label in there. There's a manhunt on the way for a J6er. Likely, as I joke, uh, but it's not a joke. It's likely probably someone who was caught jaywalking with a MAGA hat outside the Capitol on January 6th, and that's who they're going after. And that's all so it would just, take. They keep increasing mm-hmm. this. Yeah, You don't have to have gone inside. You don't have to have done anything specific. Uh, you just had to yeah. have... You just had to swipe a credit card somewhere near D.C. during that window of time. Bank of America turns over all the records. All of a sudden, boom, you're on a list, and you got yeah. that amount of manpower uh, out there. You know, There's no company out there that has employees that would use them as ignorantly as our government uses its resources. You know, there's, there's no way like if you had a landscaping company that you'd send like 12 of your employees to weed eat one yard. Right. Like, like you, you, it doesn't make Mm -hmm. sense. Yeah. And David and Stacey, I wanted to actually give you guys a tip um, for my podcast next week. Um, We're actually covering this again, but we're, we've got an exclusive that we're working on. Um, We, we caught the federal government red handed and, and we're going to break this on my show. Uh, They have labeled non J sixers, um, they've uh, domestic terrorists, but they put them on a watch list. And um, next week we're going to be speaking with the whistleblower who tells us all these details. We're also going to be speaking with somebody who uh, we just caught. J Sixer had just caught the federal government labeling his passport. I mean, not his passport, his boarding pass. I'm sorry for his flight as somebody who needs to be followed by air marshals. And air marshals today were following him around the airport. And wow. there are three of them. Wow. You know this for a fact. And he's a nonviolent J6er, did his time, not a threat veteran. Um, he, like so many of them, are on a watch list. I mean, even know that there's even whistleblowers, uh, FBI whistleblowers, who are also on watch lists now, who are being followed at the airport. So it's going to be a big story. We'll break up to you guys next Wednesday at 7 p.m. That'll be huge. Honorable. Yeah. That will be huge. All right, let's move to Senator Tommy Tuberville. Uh, we just did, we just talked General Flynn this week on a on a, a deal uh, with some some breaking news, and he called out. Tommy Tuberville yeah. in in a really positive in a way, positive of, of somebody way. who's the man, in, in the minority in the Senate, but still doing what he can using the levers of power that he has access to to slow down the machine and do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of a long tweet. We'll put it on the screen here, but um, kind of break this down your your intent uh, with this and how he's being positioned and what he's actually mm-hmm. doing. Yeah, so Senator Tuberville is is and I'll make it as simple as possible. He is right now holding out. Because he does not want your taxpayer money going towards funding military abortions. It is illegal. We know it. But the Biden administration, even if they drag him to court, this could be prolonged for the entire term of his presidency with challenges, appeals. 
And so for them, they could still do this and there's no real, there's no real risk at hand. But what Tommy Tuberville is doing, Senator Tommy Tuberville is doing is, is he's saying enough is enough and he is not going to allow them. And what, what they, what the Senate wants to do is they want to vote on all these, it's over 300 military promotions. They want one vote for all 300, right? He's saying, no, 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 no. I'm not going to let that happen because he's on a, he, he, he sits on a committee that he doesn't have to allow that to happen. So, so since he's holding out, He's saying we're going to vote one by one and we're not going to vote all of them at one time. Now, what this does is it makes the Senate do their job and they don't like this. Oh, man. But most rhinos don't like that. They don't like they don't like doing their work. But what this also does is so the Biden administration is trying to force through all these DEI promotions, uh, these woke uh, members of our military and promote them within the military. So what this does, they can't hide in the group of 300. Now they have to be independently voted on. And so individuals like, like one military promotion, um, that he, he's, we have the recordings of him openly admitting, and he's a, he's a, he's a black man. He's openly admitting and saying, Hey, um, we need quotas. So like, we need like race quotas. So like white people can't take uh, more than I think it was like his number was like 57% of the military promotion at a certain tier. And so eventually if he makes it all the way through the Senate and he's voted on a 101, the Senate could actually just say, no, we're not promoting you because you're a racist and um, you aren't a, you aren't working in the United States' best interests. And so what the senator is doing, he's number one, telling the Biden administration, I'm not going to stop this holdout until you uh, stop using taxpayer money illegally to fund abortions, military abortions. And he's also pretty much doing consequentially, which is great for the rest of us. He's saying, I'm not going to promote all these DEI hires because they don't deserve their promotions. They weren't earned. They were just given. And so um, when you have rhinos who come out, like Senator Dan uh, Sullivan, who openly came out and criticized yeah. uh, Tommy Tuberville, Senator Tommy Tuberville, um, he's saying that he thinks this is going to kind of, um, it's going to, it's going to, there's going to be a consequence to our military readiness. Like the military is mm-hmm. not going to be ready to, God forbid, if we have to go to war, this is going to really put a damper on our military. And it's obviously not. But Dan Sullivan is a rhino. I know when I used to work over at Fox, he was very fearful of what kind of questions he was going to be asked by our mm. Fox anchors mm. and wanted to kind of vet it before it came on because they didn't want to talk about certain topics because he can't handle it. And so he, like many of the other rhinos, is doing the dirty work of the Biden administration. He's going out there and pretending like uh, Tommy Tuberville is a threat to our national security, but he's not. He's holding the line. He's doing what every other Republican should be doing. Huge. Yeah, yeah. That's what exactly what Flynn was saying as that, well. That I agree, hundred so percent. To hear, um, it, it's 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 a crazy time to be in journalism. Technically, I guess we are, mm-hmm. but you are uh, as well. Um, the the next tweet um, after this one is actually about Owen Schroyer. Um, mm-hmm. People don't know he's spending time behind bars. It's hard to even fathom exactly the situation. Read this tweet. When the federal government doesn't like what a journalist has to say, they get them on bogus charges and throw them into solitary confinement. Your silence isn't buying you immunity. It's only buying you time. Free Owen Schroyer, free all J6ers. It is. It was one of my saddest days since we began this process when I realized that this was actually going down with Owen. We know Owen. We've been with him quite a few times. He's been on the show He's from Missouri, mm-hmm. went to the University of Missouri. He is a great young man. He, Owen Schroyer is a great young man. I'll just say that again. Owen mm-hmm. Schroyer is a great young man. And for him to be going through what he's going is is really an embarrassment and a black eye for yeah. for us. You, you're you're going to be diving into this, I think, even a little more. But break, tell people about this. 
Yeah, Owen Shore is a great man. And he's been somebody who allows me to go on his platform all the time and share my reports. And I greatly appreciate that. But I spoke with Owen prior to going in. And at first, I told him he'd probably be a celebrity in prison because, I mean, he he's bold. Uh, most mm-hmm. people who are in jail understand that you can't trust the government. And so they get it. And so, you know, I, I joked with him about that. And I didn't think that they were going to do what they did. So Owen, just for attending uh, the J- January 6th event that they did have licensing for, they did have permits for, um, was somehow um, swept up in all this prosecution. And he pled guilty because obviously he's not a guilty man, but obviously you don't stand a chance in front of a D.C. jury, especially given the fact that he's an InfoWars host. I mean, they would throw the book at him completely. Right. Mm-hmm. So he took a plea deal, thought he wasn't going to get jail time, but they slapped him with 60 days. Um, and I thought, you know, with good behavior, he'll get out super quick. Uh, but we learned that he's sitting in solitary confinement for a second time. So he went to solitary confinement when he was first brought into the jail, which is normal for COVID protocol. Still, apparently, they're they're doing those. Um, and then they released him after the weekend, and he he went into you know the normal general population of prison. But he made a phone call where he gave us all an update on his status and what it was like being in solitary. And that call was recorded. And so I'm just assuming, based on just him making that phone call to the public, that that's the reason why they put him back in solitary, because they don't like you speaking out. Uh, a lot of the J6ers, after they left the DC Gulag, I haven't been able to get a hold of. I've sent them letters, emails, and I've even tried to get them to call me, and I can't get a hold of them. A lot of them are being banned from talking to the media, but probably mm. why Owen got in trouble. Um, so uh, he's now sitting in solitary. I've reached out to the jail. The jail won't give me answers. They said that uh, Owen would have to sign a waiver for me to get answers about his personal information. Uh, I joked and said, how about you go knock on his cell door and ask him to sign a waiver because he would have no issue with me getting this information. Um, and they wouldn't do so. I've reached out to Owen's lawyer. Owen's lawyer is working on, he's being very aggressive to get some answers. I've also reached out to Speaker Mike Johnson's office because this, this jail actually falls in Mike Johnson's district. Um, I didn't get it's a direct answer. I was just told mm-hmm. that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was told that he is looking into it but I wasn't given a direct answer uh, of how long it's going to take. Is he going to visit him in the jail? Any of that stuff I have not been getting an answer on. But I'm told that Johnson is working on it. Um, and now I've also reached out to the Louisiana Attorney General's office, and I can't get a hold of anyone over there. Um, so we're trying to get some answers for Owen. Mm-hmm. He does not belong in solitary. It's often used for political opposition. Bernie Carrick, when he was put in prison um, during the Obama years, uh, he was p- placed in solitary confinement, and it was an order that was given by Eric Holder. Uh, and it's used for political opposition. It's not used uh, for legitimate concerns. Um, and we know this for a fact now. And so I'm deeply concerned uh, for Owen's mental health because it mm-hmm. does. There's so many studies that tell you that it really does affect their mental health. So we're deeply concerned. And um, I, I'm going to keep trying to send Owen letters. I don't think that they're going to give it to him, though, when you're in the hole or if he's going to be able to send anything else out. Maybe uh, we should all go down there and do a show, best. just like set up a, a, a little portable studio in the parking lot there yeah. of their deal until they, you know, uh, give us answers on why he's being mm-hmm. treated this way. You, you, you know, yeah. we know there's a two tier justice system, but it's not even him being in or out. It's the way they're treated in those environments. Mm-hmm. That is, that is awful. So and I, I, I thank you for shining light yep. on these. So consistently you're doing the heavy lifting, mm-hmm. the grunt work behind the scenes of, of, of investigating these, knowing their names, bringing them to the front and center of, of, of uh, the discourse. Uh, they're not forgotten. And it's, and it's mainly thanks to you, Emerald Robinson. And there's really just a few others mm-hmm. that have kept this in the front. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we're trying. Um, and I, I would highly advise your audience to, to, Try reaching out, send him a letter. 
He could really use just reading a positive word. There's so many J6ers who could really use um, just just a nice letter and just let them know that we, we're still thinking of them. So I know I've shared it on my Twitter page. There's a list of a couple of them and how you could send them a letter. Feel free to reach out to them and send them something because they could really use it. A lot of these people are probably thinking that we forgot about them, but we haven't. Some of us are are still calling, making the calls and doing what we could do. I just can't get a hold of them right now because the government doesn't want me talking to these people. We, we got it on the screen yeah. now. If you're listening to it somewhere else, you can come back and, and, and look at this or pause the screen, write down the address, exactly how to do that. And I think that's an incredible mm-hmm. idea. Send, send a postcard, do something. You can also go to briannamarillo.com, follow her on Twitter, and then search through her, her feed for that as well. So Brianna, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Mom. Well, Wesley and I got all in the Christmas spirit after decorating, and we decided to make a naughty and nice list. And Ooh. I have to say, Avery, you're doing quite well. Really? So we're trying to decide who all we're going to buy my pillow stuff for Christmas. You know, if you use promo code Flyover, you get up to 66% off when you go to mypillow.com. That's a great deal. Can't beat it. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit mypillow.com. Promo code Flyover. I'm excited to announce that we're having our biggest Christmas sale ever. You get our brand new six-piece My Towels for only $29.98. Or rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper as low as $99.99. Or how about MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98? There's something for everyone. Duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. Well, I know my pillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm going to extend my money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to MyPillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you get our six-piece towels for only $29.98 or get your very own MyPillow bedsheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what am I going to do about my finances? You know, times are really changing. They're changing fast. Let me give you a quick example of how in 1920, if you had a $20 bill and one ounce of gold, you could go into any men's clothing store and buy an entire suit. Wow. the, The jacket, the shirt, the belt, shoes, the whole bit. Today, that $20 bill, what's it going to get you? Not much. Maybe the socks, maybe a <laughs> handkerchief, but the one ounce of gold could still buy you the entire suit at any men's store in America. That's the difference. That's what inflation does to your dollar. It's a deflating dollar caused by inflation. Now, today, that's happening faster than ever. You need somebody that you trust that can help get you out of a fake currency and into something that's going to keep you safe. And we know a guy that has two PhDs by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. We have known him for over 25 years, and he's someone we completely trust. You need somebody that you can get a hold of, somebody that's going to be there for you to get back out of it, and then maybe back into the stock market, maybe back into something else when things settle down. But right now is not that time. You need somebody that you trust and somebody you can call and make those worries go away. That's exactly right. So you can go to flyovergold.com. Dot com, fill out your information for a free consultation, or you can call 720-605-3900. Do it today. You'll be glad you did.